Hi, welcome to my podcast, Absolute Parenting, the shit no one tells you. Episode 8, The Poo Gate. And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe, follow me on social media, or share it with anyone you think will find it helpful. Before I start on this episode, I just wanted to do like a little disclaimer to say that I do not have any weird obsession with human feces. Well, okay, that is until parenthood hits me and suddenly I love talking about human feces. Before parenthood, I was fully aware as human beings, we all need to do a poo. And in fact, one of my dad's favorite saying to me was, do you seriously think the queen doesn't take a shit because she is the queen? She is a human. She would need to take a shit just like any one of us. Being the queen of England doesn't make her a superhuman and exempt from taking a shit. Like, yeah, seriously, that is like my dad's favorite saying. But I thought to myself, hmm. That is actually a good point, Dad. That is a very, very valid point. And in fact, I am pretty sure that is why I never get starstruck. Through my work as an eyewear blogger, I have met a few famous faces. And not once I was actually starstruck. Pretty sure that is probably why, actually. Now I have made myself clear and made the little disclaimer that I have zero obsession with poos. Let's start on this topic of poo gate. I have no clue how this poo obsession came about, but it was almost like once you are a parent, that is it. Your entire life just feels like it somehow revolves around the little people's bowel movement. And even now, five years into parenthood, okay, the most common conversation my husband and I have is, did she poo today? Oh, she didn't poo. Do you think she might be constipated? Alternatively, if one of our children had been constipated and finally goes, I would most certainly message the husband and let him know the good news. I mean, seriously, who says romance is dead, hey, after 15 years of us being together? Like, this is the conversation we have probably most commonly in our daily lives. With daughter number one, she actually used to get constipation fairly frequently. So it was just an absolute nightmare. The first time she had constipation was soon after we introduced that one formula before bed. And I thought, oh, fucking great. You know, clearly this is now my fault as a mother for not exclusively breastfeeding her. And clearly this is karma and I totally deserve this right now. You know, my poor baby is constipated all because of my decision to not breastfeed her exclusively. That really was how I felt. My husband and I still actually tell people and talk about this first constipation episode we had and we have been telling our friends that are new parents as well because this story is horrific I mean now we make a joke about it and laugh about it but back then it was the most horrific thing ever so I bet you're all dying to know what happened 
But basically, about a week after we introduced her to that one bottle formula before bed, we started to notice she was pooping less to a point of no poos. And seriously, that was just literally us giving her one bottle of formula and the rest, she was still being breastfed. We were frantically Googling, good old Dr. Google, about poos and trying to figure out how many days of no poo, you know, was classed as normal for a newborn baby. So according to Google, it ranges from two to six days. But my husband and I thought, well, if adult didn't go for that many days is not ideal. So surely that is the same for babies, you know, surely that can't be okay. It got to like day three of our poo watch and three days of no joy. And we thought, okay, we can see she is getting quite uncomfortable. We can see she is straining to try and go and we can see she is getting actually rather grumpy with it as well. We had no idea how we could help her. We consulted the Dr. Google again (laughs) for some more answers. Good old Dr. Google, seriously. And we had tried every suggestion going from Dr. Google, from moving her legs in a cycling motion to gently pressing her tummy area and to hold her over the loo in a squatting position to help her to go. The only thing that helped her to go a bit was holding her in a squatting position. She managed to go like the tiniest little bit. I was holding her and the husband was doing the poo watch. I know, what a great job. We saw a little bit coming out and we were so excited and she was just crying in pain, the poor little thing. And I think she was just in so much pain that she stopped pushing. You know, it must be quite painful for this, you know, poor little person. So the poo got stuck. Not even fucking kidding. Yes, the poo got stuck. It won't come out. That was it. It's like game over. We were both like, oh, for fuck's sake. We just both felt so frustrated for her and just thought, you know, can't you just push a bit more because we can't push for you. Like, come on, we're nearly there. In the end, my husband had to do the unthinkable. After reading some more advice from Dr. Google, he had to scoop that poo out of her bum with some cotton bud. Seriously, that was the kind of like last resort advice we had from Dr. Google. It was the most horrific thing we had to do. And yes, really, this was a genuine advice. And we were certainly not the first parent who had to do it, apparently. Even now, as I am talking about it, and bearing in mind, this is like, you know, over five years ago. I still remember the crying and the screaming coming out of her. And then there's my poor husband, probably actually traumatized for life by that experience. Anyway, so once we got some poo out, she was slightly better. I gave my husband a hug and said, well done, because fuck me, if that doesn't deserve a well done and a hug, you know, then what does? 
after the poo scooping, she was still clearly not 100% comfortable, the poor little thing. So it was back to consulting Dr. Google for more help and advice. We tried giving her some lukewarm water, but that just did bugger all for her. In the end, we gave her some washed down prune juice. We thought, surely prune juice, you know, that must work because it works for adult. Therefore, this stuff must do the same thing for babies, even though we had to dilute it quite a lot with water. I know, you know, a lot of medical advice out there is don't give fruit juice to small babies because their tummy is still quite delicate. But I thought, you know what, right now, I just don't give a toss. Right now, my priorities were, you know, try to get some shit out of her system that is clearly stuck there and she can't do it herself and she needs some help. And my thinking process was, surely prune juice is natural. Therefore, it is probably better than giving her like, you know, medicine to get out. And hey, with poos, I'm pretty sure it is better out than in. On the website where I got this prune juice advice from, I can't actually remember what website it was now, but probably Mumsnet because I used to be on there quite a lot. It says to dilute the prune juice with water, and I'm really sorry, but I can't remember the quantity either. But all I can remember was it says to give your baby two ounces, maximum of two ounces of this prune juice water mix within three hours and then wait for it to work its magic, which can take anywhere from six hours to 12 hours for the poo to come out. I was thinking to myself, what? I have to endure this for maybe another 12 hours. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I have to feel like a helpless human being for another 12 hours where I cannot help my baby. I was not happy about this at all. But I guess nothing I can do apart from wait and hope she will go after six hours or less if I am lucky. Six hours gone by and nothing. I was getting impatient and I knew the advice was between six to 12 hours, but I was a desperate woman. I can see she was still really uncomfortable and I can see all she wanted was some comfort from me as well to like make her feel better. So I decided to give her a bit more prune juice and by a bit more, she probably ended up having about five ounces worth in a space of about 15 minutes. Whoops. So what happened next after all this extra prune juice I stuffed in her mouth? Well, about half an hour later after the poo gate was fully open for business. And in fact, it was so open that for the next five hours, on and off, she was going for a poo. <laughs> I am not even making this up. It was like someone has turned the shit tap on and she would not stop going. If there was an Olympic medal for shitting, my child was definitely going for gold at that point in time. At this point, my husband was at work and I remember I was messaging him and giving him the full rundown of our child's bowel movement. And I thought, shit, like literally, shit. How am I going to tell him that I basically caused our child to have the opposite problem to constipation? 
like she would literally not stop going. I felt terrible actually at that point as a mum because I was so desperate for her to go for a poo and now I have somehow caused her to have the other problem which is basically diarrhea. Anyway, in the end, I just had to tell my husband what I did because I was getting a bit concerned that she may become dehydrated because she was pooping so much. And you know what? Thank God my husband got quite a good sense of humour and he laughed at me and said, well, better out than in, hey? Once she stopped shitting, she was actually like a much happier baby. It was like a massive weight has lifted you know or something well actually a lot of shit has shifted shall I say I would say I have certainly solved the constipation issue and after that constipation episode and even now daughter number one is age five we still give her a little bit of prune every day just to make sure it keeps her bowels in check and reducing the chance of her being constipated because we really do not fancy scooping shit out of her ass ever again. We love her. I mean, my God, we love her. But yeah, just not scooping shit ever again. No thank you to that. I would say in terms of, as Pooh's story goes, that is probably the most horrific one you will hear from me. And you know what? With daughter number two, honestly, she never suffered from constipation. She is now two years old and her bowels seems to be absolutely fine. She poos every day, only like a handful of occasions. She may poo every other day, but we never ever had to give her any prunes. She is absolutely fine. Whereas now, even now, with daughter number one, who is age five, she will suffer from constipation from time to time. And she will not go for a poo for like three days and sometimes maybe four. However, none of that with the second one. This is also a prime example that every child is different. And daughter number two was predominantly formula fed in the beginning and yet never suffered from any constipation. Daughter number one was mainly breastfed and suffered a lot from constipation. So I think, you know what, it just goes to show that formula is not all that bad for you. The obsession with human waste is very real when you step into parenthood. In the beginning, I was obsessed with the colour of the poo, the texture of the poo. And I remember... I used to take photos of the poo so I can show the health worker and have a massive discussion about it. Yeah, seriously, I used to do that. I was that weird mum who would, you know, take photos of my child's poo and show people. I would even sometimes send photos to my husband who is at work just to keep him updated on the poo situation. So yes, I was that strange mum who used to do that and I am not ashamed to admit it. In my defence, when they are small, the colour and the texture of the poo can tell you a lot about their health. So it is a good thing to be aware of it and take notice of it. And I know I'm not the only mums that do that. And from talking to other mums, 
you know, they do that as well. And in fact, I remember back then, it actually becomes quite a normal, you know, topic to have over coffee. If I meet up with some other mummy friends, you know, we could be stuffing our face with chocolate cake. But the poo gate conversation is just like a very normal parenthood conversation to have. And there's no shame to it. However, would I start telling or sharing, you know, my own bowels movement to other people? other than my doctor? The answer is no. Hell no. No way to that. But when you're a parent, it is absolutely fine to have an open discussion about your child's bowel movement. By the way, if you are new to parenthood or you are currently pregnant listening to this and you are expecting your first child, here is a word of advice, okay? It is absolutely normal to get pooped on as a parent okay you get pooped on weed on and sick on that is as all normal in fact if you have not been through that as a parent then you know what you have not been through parenthood properly okay <laughs> i mean seriously i remember once all of the above happened to me when i was doing a nappy change with daughter number one so this is what happened nappy was off suddenly she projected poo towards me and it somehow hit the ceiling not even kidding oh my god even thinking about now makes me laugh as that was happening she also decided to have a wee and the wee was running down towards her hair as i was trying to stop the wee from going towards her hair she also puked up because remember she had quite bad reflux so she can't really lay down because this happened like kind of literally right after the feed anyway so everything just went down her face down her hair it was just horrendous it was absolutely horrific at this point i thought i was in some sort of horror movie but no this is just like another day of parenthood it's it just like business as usual this is just what happened when you become a parent Okay, so what would I say to someone who is new to this parenthood game or you are soon to be parents? Well, first of all, you will most definitely develop some sort of obsession with poo. Don't worry, it is all normal, you know, you are not going mad. And before you became a parent, you would never understand you can feel such relief when you see someone else take a shit. (laughs) no i i am being deadly serious about this one i cannot express how true that is until we have to scoop shit out of a child's ass and when you are encouraging them to push the poo out you will also be pushing and straining for no goddamn reason okay get used to being pooed on and weed on always take spare clothes if you're out and about not just for your baby but for yourself I mean, who fancy wearing shit on clothes for the entire day? If you don't like the idea of poo, when you become parents, that factor kind of goes out the window. Because I mean, you know, let's face it, if you don't deal with it, then who will? That baby needs you to clean their shit up no matter what and probably will need you to clean up their shit for at least a few more years. Daughter number one is now five and we still need to wipe her ass. And even now, we still inspect her shit just to make sure they look normal. 
that right there, my friend, it is unconditional love. Because, I mean, I love my husband and all, but I never wish to inspect his shit. No, thank you. Maybe when he's old and, you know, and he can't look after himself. Maybe I'll do it then for my husband. But right now, no, thank you. But as a parent, you will definitely do it for your children. That is definitely unconditional love. I just want to clarify what I mean by inspecting shit. I don't literally like dig her out as such, okay? That's just horrific. What I mean is, you know, we'll wipe her daughter's bum and then we'll just literally look in the toilet just to make sure, you know, it looks okay. Like, you know, there's no blood or anything like that. I mean, I don't literally mean like we inspect it as we ha- we'll have a dig around. That is just rank. That is just disgusting. Anyway, so my journey into this puke issue is actually pretty minor in comparison to other people I know. I will revisit this topic at a later date with a guest on the show where my guests can share their experience with you. I hope this podcast gave you some giggles and some comfort that you are not alone with this puke malarkey. You know what, parenthood, hey, we are all just winging it because who actually knows what shit, and I mean literally shit that will be thrown at us. On that note, be very grateful if your child doesn't suffer from constipation. It is a blessing and scooping shit is not for the faint-hearted. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this podcast. I hope you will all tune in again. And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe. Follow me on social media or share it with anyone you think will find it helpful. A podcast will be live every two weeks. Thank you for your time. And thank you for listening to Absolute Parenting to Shit No One Tells You.